It's time for the Hokie Hour on the Tim Donnelly Show on the WRAD Talk Network. Now from the Makadoo Studio, here's Tim Donnelly. Welcome back into the Tim Donnelly Show on the Talk of the New River Valley, WRAD 101.7, 103.5, 1460 AM as well. Uh, just to reiterate news that I announced at the top of the hour, or excuse me, at the top of the show. Um, tomorrow will be my last show hosting the Tim Donnelly Show. M- moving on. Uh, it's bittersweet, tremendously sad to be leaving the NRV, tremendously sad to be leaving everyone here at, at, at New River Radio. Um, but excited for the future as well and still wanting to be part of your conversations when it comes to Hokies and sports in general. So go ahead and shoot me a follow at Donnelly Sports on Twitter. You can follow the show at Donnelly Show. I'm assuming that handle will be changed uh, in the near future to uh, whoever sits in this chair next. Um, but but in the meantime, follow me at Donnelly Sports. Like I said, I'd like to still be a part of everyone's hokey fandom, still be a part of your game day experience and your recruiting news and your debates and your anger and everything else that comes along with it. Uh, so So check that out. In the meantime, let's go ahead and get you covered on What's going on in the sports world? Speaking of what's going on all over the the, the sports world, not just Hokies, but everywhere. Got you covered. Gets covered on all of that right here, right now. No one has time to catch all the games. Don't worry. Tim will get you covered. And just so everybody knows, if you are going to make a bad decision, do not do what Major League Baseball Commissioner Rob Manfred did which is waffle on that bad decision. There is only one thing worse than a bad decision. It is a bad decision made indecisively. Rob Manfred came out and he referenced the commissioner's trophy, the World Series Championship trophy, as a piece of metal in a press conference. He then called the press conference to apologize for that comment. When you're calling press conferences to go back on what you had a press conference for, you've completely lost control. Here's my advice. Whatever you say, stick to it. You're supposed to be a person that is decisive and in control of others. Stick to what you got to say. Be decisive. Stand your ground. As bad as that sounds, you need to be someone that is looked upon at least as someone that can stick to your guns. Even LeBron James is coming out and calling out Commissioner Manfred saying, I don't play baseball, but look, I know sports. And then going in on Rob Manfred. I don't know if this could possibly, meaning the Astros situation, could possibly be handled worse by Major League Baseball than it is being handled. They've upset the players so much that players from other sports are now joining in just because it looks fun to bash a commissioner. And, and, And that's not good for the sport. Right, it's 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 a classroom right now where the kids don't respect the teacher, and when the kids don't respect the teacher, nobody's doing any learning. If, if the players don't respect the commissioner, the league is not going to be as healthy as it possibly can be. They need to do damage control, something serious. This weekend, Wilder Fury, we're getting one of the three boxing matches that I absolutely want to make the heavyweight bout, make the heavyweight title fight. What it was in the past, 20 years ago, 25 years ago, 50 years ago. These two guys fought to a draw last time they were in the ring together with Tyson Fury somehow, some way, willing himself off the canvas, the canvas, excuse me, and, and being one of the few people that can say 
completely took a Deontay Wilder uh, hot shot and, and did not go to sleep for the next 10 minutes. Um, I'm excited to see this. I hope you are as well. Cam Newton, according to Scott Fowler of the Charlotte Observer, I'm going to read the headline word for word for you here and got you covered. Cam Newton and the Panthers' inevitable breakup has never been more clear. The end is near. And that's about all you need to know when it comes to, to the Panthers, right? Cam Newton on the way out, and it is a new era for Carolina football. Unfortunately, this probably means they are going to waste the entire prime uh, of Christian McCaffrey. When you lose Olsen and you lose Newton and you lose Keekley and you lose Davis and you lose Khalil and all you have left is Christian McCaffrey and running backs do not have long primes, you realize that Matt Rule is going to bring in, quote-unquote, his guy at quarterback, probably a young guy, and it's going to take that young guy two or three years to, to really dive in and dig in and get his feet wet and then you're going to realize Christian McCaffrey's pushing 30. And then you're going to realize Christian McCaffrey's due for a really gigantic deal. And they're going to give him that deal because it's Christian McCaffrey. And that's going to hamstring the rest of the team. The Carolina Panthers are in a very, very tough situation. ESPN re released their FPI rankings for the football upcoming season. Virginia Tech comes in 25th. Now, ESPN FPI rankings are very much numbers-based. So this is not a group getting into a room like a committee would and deciding. This is numbers, right? It's statistics. It's who's returning. It's how much of your returning production is still on campus. So Virginia Tech coming in at 25 essentially is, is the numbers saying Virginia Tech's experience and how much they are returning sets them up for a top 25 season, but not a slam dunk top 25 season, somewhere around uh, number 25. Hokie basketball tonight, they are taking on Miami as they look to avenge a 71-61 loss to the Hurricanes in Miami at the end of January. Chris Likes is playing, which, change, which changes the whole game. Chris Likes did not play last time Virginia Tech played against Miami. Miami still won without arguably their best player, but it might be a situation where Chris Likes actually makes them a better matchup for the Hokies because he has an undersized guard where they can kind of swallow him up with Wabissa Beatty. Uh, last thing here, Drew Brees announced that not only is he coming back, but he's coming back to the Saints, which I'm sure his agent loved because he doesn't have a contract with the Saints yet, and that basically got rid of all of his leverage. But if you're Drew Brees, why would you play anywhere else? Thomas, Kamara, Brees, they're going to make one more run at it in the NFL. Tim Donnelly Show continuing following Gotcha Covered right there on WRAD, 101.7, 103.5, 14.60 a.m. as well. Producer Lobro joining me here inside the Mockadoo studio. Guests and callers join us on the Baker team hotline. That's 540-639-4900. That's 540-639-4900 for the Baker team hotline. Hokie basketball is playing tonight. And when you look at their schedule, you realize how important – Hokie basketball playing tonight really is, right? When, when you look ahead on the schedule and you see Miami, who's already beaten Virginia Tech, Duke, who's already beaten Virginia Tech, UVA, who's already beaten Virginia Tech, and Louisville, who's a top 11 team in the country, you start to realize that wins are going to be hard to come by down the stretch, and it's a team that I believe desperately needs some kind of a momentum boost. Uh, beyond beating Pittsburgh, right? They it's not even a momentum boost. I think it's a confidence boost. I think when you look at this team and you look at how they were playing a month ago, two months ago, 
there's a visible body language confidence level difference. And if there's one thing I could point to as to to why they're losing, I think that might be it. Just a, a crisis of confidence that comes with being punched in the mouth. Right? I mean, that's the old boxing cliche, right? Everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. Virginia Tech had a plan, and then they got punched in the mouth with a losing streak. And you could look at it and say, oh, Tim, they're so undersized. They don't have a big guy. Yeah, they didn't have a big guy when they were 13-4. and four. Yeah, but Tim, they were shooting the ball so much better. True. I believe they might be shooting it much worse because they're having a crisis of confidence. I think shooting and confidence go hand in hand. If you need, if you need more than that, just go ahead and, and watch a gentleman by the name of Jalen Cohn. That guy is confident, and that guy is the best shooter in the ACC. That guy is extremely confident, and he's the third best shooter by percentage in the entire country. If I could take Jalen Cohn's confidence and put it in every player on Virginia Tech, I think we'd have no problem finding a way to win one or two of these next couple of games. We have a caller on the line here, so let's go ahead and jump into that before we come back to basketball conversation. We got Rocky with us here on the Baker Team Hotline. All right, Rocky joining us on the Baker Team Hotline. What's going on, my man? Hey, I'm still not buying this sign-stealing stuff. I know everyone's getting excited about it, but I saw the Dodgers choke. I watched the Dodgers choke. I watched the Yankees choke. And I watched the Nationals grip up, grind it out, play their butts off, and win a World Series. And all these other people say, oh, it's not fair. I mean, what the Nationals did was great. The Dodgers choked. The Yankees choked. That's life. Move on. Can, can, actually, Anyways. real quickly, I just want to bring this up. I think the, the national, like the, what the Nationals did is tremendously impressive, right? If you beat the team that is cheating, that's more impressive. You're that much better than them. But I think the Nationals deserve a chance to know, you know, would they have beaten the Yankees? You know what I mean? I, I think, uh, I think they would want to be able to say that, you know, their World Series run was the most important thing of that playoffs. And now when you think of history and you think of the 2019 baseball season, the first thing that's going to pop up is the Astros. I think there are victims of every different kind all over this place. Um, I, I, I'm a huge fan of what the Nationals did this year. And, and I wish they could have kept the whole team together and run it back, but, but, um, but I think they're going to be robbed just by their place in history. Uh, similarly to how, you know, if you won a World Series during the steroid era, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be mentioned every time your World Series comes up. I guarantee you that if the Nationals lost to the Yankees, the entire offseason would be Yankee drama, why the Yankees lost. The Nationals would get zero credit for beating the Yankees. The Yankees would just go, oh, woe is me. Oh, the Yankees, we could have won a World Series. The Nats would have got zero credit because the Yankee fans are just so gross and despicable. They would have sucked up every piece of life coming out of that World Series. I, I, Anyways, I disagree, Tim, but uh, but I do do respect what you're saying there as a Mets fan. 
Uh, Tim, you've had a great run, great show. You've been professional from the beginning, very respectful, detail-orientated, a real champion, a real pro. Always enjoyed your show. Um, I've got a couple questions. All right. What's going to happen to Lobro? Are you taking him back to the animal shelter? Wow. Lobro is going to hang out here. He's, he's, too, he's too valuable to what they have going on here at New River Radio for – uh, for them to let it, let him bounce out of here, but um, I'm as I said at the beginning of the show, I'm confident Lobro is going to end up a star. Well, the Lobro era is now going to take <laughs> shape, and Lobro will be dominating the New River Valley. Um, I got a question about Andy Bitter. Um, right. What is he going to do? Because it seems like all he does is listen to the Tim Donnelly show, steal all your ideas, write an article about it, and put it in the Athletic. So. Uh, I don't know what Andy Bitter is going to do, but I know the people at American Airlines in Charlotte are really going to appreciate you being a team member there. You'll be what working in baggage claim, maybe a baggage handler. Congratulations on the promotion to American Airlines, Tim. You're a great champion. Your show's awesome. That's all I got. Appreciate it, Rocky. And and just to be on the record, uh, <laughs> Andy Bitter is is a, is a fantastic beat right beat, beat reporter uh, for the Athletic. We've had him on the show plenty. He's made our show better. And and trust me, I've read his articles and gone, that's a good idea for a show segment. Maybe maybe I should do that. So, uh, yeah, Andy's Andy's the man, and he's not going anywhere. Check out his book. Uh, I've read it. The the hundred things to to see and do. I don't know the exact title. Uh, for Hokies fans, you know, before you leave campus, something along those lines. It's a good book. It's kind of funny. Uh, it, it includes everything from uh, you know game day traditions to catching rail drinks at, at top of the stairs. That's awesome. Uh, so, so thank you to Rocky for the kind words. Appreciate it. He's been been one of the loyal listeners from the very beginning. Uh, and and thank you to Andy. Just since he got a shout out, thank you to uh, to Andy for coming on the show all those times. Uh, let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, ESPN FPI rankings, FPI football rankings came out, and Virginia Tech's in the top twenty-five, just barely. Is that properly rated? Underly rated? We'll we'll go old school with it when we come back next. The best sports talk in the NRV returns next. The Tim Donnelly Show is on WRAD. Welcome back into the Tim Donnelly Show. Talk of the New River Valley, WRAD, 101.7, 103.5, and 14.60 a.m. as well. As we are in Hokie Hour, I believe we have a caller on the line that's a that's a Hokie fan. Yeah, we got the Henrico Hokie from all right. Richmond. All, all right. the way from Richmond. All right, what's going on, my man? Hey, Tim, I've, I've called in several times, mm-hmm. and I uh, just want to let you know, uh, when I heard the top of the hour that tomorrow's your last day, I was, from a selfish standpoint, I was really disappointed to hear that. But uh, you are very talented and, and love your show, and you'll do well where, wherever you go. And uh, I especially enjoy the Hokie Hour, and I hope that's continued with, with whoever the new host is. Thank you. I appreciate all those kind words. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to – tell anybody how to run their show, but if they're smart and they want to connect to this market, I think the, uh, you know, the Hokies are a good pl- good place to do that. So uh, I'm sure there'll be something, maybe not exactly the same, but something along the lines. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a tech alum and can never get enough Hokie news. So that when I found out about your show, I, I listen to it as often as possible and have really enjoyed it. And I uh, just want to tell you that. And again, you are definitely talented and you, I know you'll do well. Thank you very much. I really appreciate the call. All right, and and hey, I mean those kind words they go they go both ways, right? He's as as you heard him say, he calls in uh, occasionally, right? Especially when there's big hokey news, and um, we appreciate it. And, and and the hokey hour is something that we developed over time, and and that was 
as much listeners as it was mine, right? When we first took over the show, uh, which is, you know, two football seasons ago, we didn't have the Hokie Hour. Um, and, and you know, you kind of learn what the, the crowd is thirsting for and you try to give them more and more and more of it and you end up with a full hour every single day talking about the Hokies, even if it's, uh, you know, the middle of June and, and there's no basketball, there's no baseball, there's no football, there's no class in session. Uh, you know, the, the Hokie Nation is still thirsting for recruiting news or for, uh, you know, top things you're looking forward to about the season. So so the Hokie Nation and as passionate as, as they have been, uh, it's been a, a real treat to, to you know, work in this market. Uh, speaking of giving Hokies content that they're looking for all the time, ESPN released their FPI rankings, uh, which is a numbers-based rankings, right? Most of the rankings out there have some form of human element, right? They have a committee, they have a coaches poll, they have a media poll, and that's how they rank teams. Um, the FPI is numbers. What, what percentage of your production from a season ago is coming back? How young are they? How many years have they been in the program? It's numbers. And Virginia Tech comes in at 25th. 25th, which I believe is appropriate because here's the thing. They are returning a ton, an unbelievable amount, right? And, and uh, returning a starting quarterback, returning uh, a, a dynamic wide receiver, returning a dynamic tight end, returning the entire offensive line, returning uh, an entire defensive line with an, inf- an infusion of talent uh, in, in the form of some really talented recruits, returning an entire linebacking core, returning an entire secondary featuring two of the best. So, so there's really a, a, a lot of reasons to look at the numbers and think this team could be really good. But I think you also need to realize that you're returning a ton from a team that, that faltered down the stretch. Okay, so they need to have improved during the offseason, which you would believe is what's going to happen, right? When you're in the offseason, you're working out, you're watching film, you're doing this, you're doing that. But sometimes we get lost in our bubble. Right. Sometimes uh, we get lost in, in, in our maroon bubble and you forget that other teams are doing the same thing. So what the Hokies are banking on is that their returning talent uses their experience a season ago to improve this offseason at a more rapid rate than other teams are improving. Right. And you expect guys like Brock Hoffman. Guys like Khalil Herbert, guys like uh, Raheem Blackshear, guys that are coming in as transfers to dramatically improve the team, right? Uh, Returning everyone from a team that didn't live up to your expectations. I'm not saying they did or didn't last year, but I'm saying that I believe expectations for the Hokies should be 10 wins a season and they didn't get there. It means everyone's going to have to improve. They're going to have to be better. Hendon Hooker is going to have to be better. Trey Turner is going to have to be better. James Mitchell is going to have to be better. It's not enough to just return them and have them be returned. They have to return bigger, better, faster, stronger than they've ever been. So right now I think 25 is appropriate. It's not sending expectations outlandishly high. And it's not disrespecting them by leaving them down in the bottom half of the ACC. I think this is a year where it is very much a a high range of outcomes. This team could put together something special. Or, on the other side, you know, they could be similar to what they were last year. And I wouldn't be 
you know, my brain wouldn't explode at either of those. Let's take a break. When we come back, favorite segment of Hokie Hour, it's time for Hashtag Hokies. Next. Welcome back. Tim Donnelly Show. Talk of the New River Valley. WRAD 101.7-103.5-1460 AM. Tune in app. WRAD.com. At Donnelly Show on Twitter. At Donnelly Sports on Twitter. The Tim Donnelly Show on Facebook. Lobro joining me inside the Makadoo studio. Guests and callers. Join us on the Baker Team Hotline. 540-639-4900. Hokie Hour continuing right now with a segment we call Hashtag Hokies. And this one gets to go out to someone that I will continue to vouch for until I am proven otherwise. Bud Foster? Justin Hamilton. Close. Hmm. Wow, very close. The moment Justin Hamilton was hired, you can go back, I got receipts. I said, who thinks this isn't a good hire? I will fight you. And luckily, luckily, I haven't had to do much fighting. No one stepped to me saying, I don't like Justin Hamilton. Um, but, I, you know, friends got to be honest with friends, right? As his main supporter, right? They, I like to say I'm driving the Mike Young bandwagon. Uh, I, if What's be- better than driving the bandwagon? Whatever is... Limousine. I'm driving the, the Justin Hamilton limousine. Right? And, and I do so proudly. So, so I feel I've earned the right to say a thing or two here. Coach Hamilton tweeted out, don't let me tell it. Don't let anybody outside our building tell it. Let the ones in the arena and in the trenches tell it. And that was accompanied with two graphics made with quotes from Hendon Hooker and Dalton Keene about Coach Fuente. Right? So essentially he's saying, Don't let the fans talk about this guy. Take it from the players. I have a question, Lobro. I might have an answer. What do you call? This is like a, like a, what do you call something that is black and white and red all over? I have no idea. A newspaper. Get it? It's black oh, and white. It's and, red. And red you, all over. It's red I all over. I think the color red. Uh, uh, I, I finally understand that now. What do you call a program when players are the only one talking about it? Division three. That's what you call a program where the players are the only one talking about it. One of your advantages is you have a passionate fan base. And if sometimes that comes with people talking about your head coach, so be it. You don't want anyone outside of, of your building talking about you? Then you need to go play Division Three, where you'll be begging people around campus, where you will be begging people around your college town to even know what time your games are played. Ouch. It's, I mean, it's true. Like, I'm not knocking Division Three. A lot of my, my best friends from high school played Division Three, And I would visit their campus, right, off-season. Hey, I'm coming through. 
I'm going to be back in this area for a weekend. What's going on? And you show up, and it's different. It's different. Because no one's talking about it. No one knows. They're not big fish in small ponds. They're the same size fish as everyone else. Don't let anyone outside of our building tell it. How about this? You want people outside of your building talking about you as much as possible. Free advertising, free press. That's what Virginia Tech has as an advantage. That they have thousands of people that are willing to, in the middle of the offseason, have conversations about a football team. What did I just say? I said the reason we developed Hokie Hour as part of the Tim Donnelly show is because we learned there was a thirst for Hokies conversation, not just in the middle of October, but in the middle of June. There was a thirst for for Hokies conversation, not just the week leading up to Miami, but also the week leading up to the 4th of July. You don't want to silence those people. Even if occasionally they have uh, an opinion that you don't agree with. You want those people to be as active as, as possible. Now, maybe you'd like them to say a few different things, but beggars can't be choosers. Guess what, Virginia Tech? Other teams have more money than you. Sorry. I don't think I'm being the the grim reaper when I say that. There are college football teams that you compete with on a year-in and year-out basis for national championships that have a budget over twice what you have. Right, with Virginia Tech being $98 million, certain schools are well over $200 million. But do you know what you have that can compete with them? A rabid, vocal, educated fan base. As Bill Roth likes to say, this is graduate-level hokey around here. This is highly educated hokey around here. Don't silence them. Do the opposite. Empower them. Educate them. How about this one, right? If there's a, a, a groundswell of a concern in Hokie Nation, whatever it is, whether it be Coach Fuente talking to Baylor, whether it be the transfer portal, whether it be uh, a new coach that they do or don't like, how about instead of going, stop talking about it. You're not in our building. Stop it. Shush. Be quiet. Hush. How about instead of that, you say, okay, here's your concern. Here's why we're not concerned. Okay, coach talked to Baylor. Guess what? Baylor was an extremely attractive uh, option for him, closer to home for more money, and he chose to stay. He felt like he had an obligation to his family to listen to the opportunity, and he chose to stay. How about the transfer portal? Listen, we love those guys that are on their way out. Loved them. Great guys. Had them in the program. Great dudes. We could both see the writing on the wall that they weren't going to live up to their goals here, whether it's in their control or out of their control. So we're being adults about it. 
and they're moving on, and we're going to try to get someone to fill their spot. How about how about you do it that way? The 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 fans that are passionate enough to give up their own free time, right? Because everyone's job isn't as awesome as ours, Lobro. Right? Everyone's job isn't to wake up and talk sports. Everyone's job isn't as awesome as Justin Hamilton's. Everyone's job isn't $600,000 to go coach a children's game, right? Everyone's job doesn't stink. So, so the valuable time they have away from the office, away from the, the project location, away from the garage, away from the factory, if they spend that time talking about the Hokies, do not degrade them. Do not talk down upon them. If they spend their valuable free time talking about the Hokies, celebrate them. Educate them. Welcome them. This whole everyone outside our building, even our own fans, isn't a part of it. Get that mess out of there. Everyone outside of the building that wants to be inside the building is worth their weight in gold. Give them glimpses. Let's take a break. When we come back, we already talked this week about the ACC uh, backing, supporting a new rule to allow any player a one-time transfer with no restrictions. I'm going to tell you who you should thank. Who you should thank for that rule possibly becoming part of the future of college athletics. Next. Get your Hokies fixed with Tim. More of the Tim Donnelly Show next on WRAD. Tim Donnelly Show continuing. Talk of the New River Valley, WRAD, 101.7, 103.5, AM as well. I'm Tim Donnelly, joined by producer Lobro. Lobro, we didn't get to this earlier in the day, so why don't we go ahead and hit him with a half-hearted weather report. Uh, it's very, like, jury-looking outside. It's, uh, it's honestly not too, uh, not too cold out there, honestly. Like, I've got the two jackets on. I'm starting to get a little warm. But like but we're also again, inside. I am. At, yeah, we are inside. But regardless, it's not too bad outside. I actually don't hate it. But it does look. I guess it's maybe the sun hasn't quite come out completely yet. But it's like a little bit cloudy. I recommend like a light jacket today. Maybe like a windbreaker will probably get you pretty Is well. It? But but I did. Uh, I, it was pretty windy this morning. Like uh, actually, like I gotten up, power went out this morning. Yes, so I was very like confused because I, I my first thought was. Oh no, it's snowing. Something's going bad. So I went out or I went and opened the door, looked outside. Thankfully, no snow. So it has to be the wind. Must have knocked something off. Is it me or is this uh was that like a quarter hearted weather report? That seems How can I okay, how can I add an extra quarter? I, d- I need energy. I need energy. You need energy? Um It ain't that cold outside. Wear you a light jacket. Please. I'll I'll take it. I don't I don't know what that was, but I'll take it. Um, that was energy. Let's talk about the the ACC uh, backing a rule that would give athletes a one time restriction free transfer with stipulations, and there's more details to the rule than that. But you get what I'm saying. One time, they want to give a player a right to basically say, you know what, I made a bad decision. Or, or a decision that was right for me at 17 that's not right for me at 19, which happens all the time, and I'm going to transfer schools. And there's nothing that, that anyone can say to make them go, no. 
And I think it's appropriate to acknowledge those that suffered so the next generation will be able to prosper, right? The, 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 this rule with Big Ten support, ACC support, it's starting to get the the powers that be to, to throw their wind in the sails. Um, that rule is going to happen eventually. I think it's appropriate right now we acknowledge Brock Hoffman, right? I think it's appropriate right now we acknowledge the players that were completely messed over by the NCAA over the last few years that have put this particular discussion at the forefront, right? Because Brock Hoffman had legitimate reasons to transfer from Coastal Carolina to Virginia Tech. Do I think he needs legit reasons other than I think it's what's best for me? No, I don't. But he did, right? His coach left Coastal Carolina. His mother had a brain tumor, and Virginia Tech is two hours closer to home than Coastal Carolina is. And he was forced to reveal that information publicly. Right? He was forced to put out brain scans and x-rays of his mother's brain tumor and, and pictures of the, the stitches and the healing and, and stuff that a son should never be asked to do. Should never have to do. Right? There are certain things that once they're said, the answer should be, oh, all right. Like, I'm going to use a terrible example, but it's a metaphor. Ready? If you are ever in a school class, right, and you leave and you come back seven minutes later and the teacher goes, you're only allowed to be out of the, the class for two and a half minutes. Where were you? You shouldn't have to say more than, I was having stomach problems. Right? That should be, okay, go ahead, sit down. As soon as a transfer candidate says, my mom has a brain tumor, the next appropriate response is, all right, sounds good, go ahead. Where would you like to transfer? Mm -hmm, There you go. Where do I need to sign? You're on your way. But because that didn't happen and he had to suffer through not only the entire process, Uh, the appeals process, but then an entire season on the bench, it appears as if it angered enough people to drive the public relations force that will lead to a situation where the next Brock Hoffman won't have to go through that. Right? It's, it's Jackie Robinson and not to, and not to say they're the same, but I'm saying, you know, on a grander scale, Jackie Robinson went through some stuff. He battled some really tough situations. So today, others can walk through that door. Now, again, not the same, and I'm not trying to say it is. That's on a much different and grander scale. But but the Brock Hoffmans of the world suffered through a tough situation. Different, but tough. Not as drastic, but tough. So that the next group won't have to publicly post their mother's brain scans. He sacrificed even if he didn't want to, right? Even if he was forced into that situation, he put up with it with dignity, class, respect, hard work. 
So hopefully the next guy, either coming to or from Virginia Tech, you can't be biased in that respect, to or from Virginia Tech or from Tennessee to Illinois or Georgia to Indiana, it doesn't matter, Indiana to USC, wherever they want to go that they see as being better for them, they can do. And I don't think it would have happened if if those particular situations, such as Brock Hoffman, didn't draw so much attention this year. Right? No, no different than... Um, you know, when, when a blatant call is missed in the NFL, such as for the second time today, referencing uh, the, the Saints-Rams conference championship game, how the next year there's a review on pass interference, so that will never happen again. The Saints had to suffer to get that rule changed. Brock Hoffman had to suffer to get this rule backed by the ACC. It's late. It stinks. But at least it's gonna happen. Better late than never. At least that's how that's how I see it. So give him a shout out next time you see him, right? Brock Hoffman, all that suffering you went through, it's not completely all for naught. There's some 16-year-old that doesn't know it yet, but he's going to use your legacy to uh to help him get through a tough situation in like five years. Let's take a break. When we come back, top of the next hour, we have the Roth report. Uh, featuring Bill Roth, Virginia Sports Hall of Famer, uh, and and friend of the show. So that's coming up. Interesting conversations with him right after this. 